As quickly as you can. Snatch the pebble from my hand. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Dragons, we are back. T. Perry running the show. What's up, fam? What's going on, man? It's your boy T. Perry, man. Back with another episode of End of the Last Dragon. My man, my big brother, Roy, Roy Rob. You know what I'm saying? Uh, We're just going to go ahead and get get to the bottom, just get to the topic at hand, right? Yeah, yeah man. We're going to run this a little differently. Tell us how we're going to run it today. What are we talking right. about, man? So, we're going to go ahead and... If you have, if you've been, if you haven't been paying attention, you've been living under a rock or whatever. Um, there's some, there's been some things that's been going on this week, and I kind of saw it happening because we, because me and you personally have had a conversation about this before it became official, uh, like a week ago. But there's some events led up to Dana White yesterday, um, officially announcing that. International Fight Week in July. Uh, Jorge Masdaval and Kamara Uzman will be throwing down for the welterweight championship in Wowzers, Vegas. Wowzers. Jorge, like, running there. His name is going crazy. He's got a lot of buzz right now. Uzman, who has just been, he's defended his uh, championship. He has uh, uh, really started to make a name for himself. Articulate, smart, uh, Nigerian brother, if I'm not mistaken. Man, uh, let's, let's let's dissect what's happening, man. What, how do we get to where we're at right now? So let me let, let's let's just let, let's just preface this with this, and people may not notice. There's an underlying beef between American Top Team and Black Zillions. This is where this all started at. Granted, the Black Zillions are not a team, like, are not a team anymore. And, you know, the Black Zillions were led by Rashad Evans, uh, Kamaru Usman, Michael Johnson, uh, Vicente Luque, like you know, Melvin Gallard, Robbie Lawler was a part at one point, you know what I'm saying? So it was, um, you know, even Brennan Shop, it, it was a big thing because at one point, the team in Florida was American top team, but then once Rashad left Greg Jackson's and went down to Florida. You know, there was all it was at Imperial. They were, uh, you know, he went to Imperial Martial Arts with uh, Mike Van Arsdale and put this team together. And one day they was like, you know, this team is made up of mostly black black dudes and Brazilians. So that's how the name the Black Zillions came about. Well, what happened was with that too, there were some a couple of fighters from. American top team jumped ship and went over to the Black Zillions. So now you have this. Now you have this rivalry, right? You had the rivalry was gonna jump was gonna kick off anyway because a new team was on the was on the horizon in Florida, 
and a former UFC champion, a top light heavyweight, was was the captain of that team. Right. So it, it, inevitably, it was it was going to be an issue regardless. Now it, it 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 became such an issue that you know the late Glenn Robinson, who was the who was the founder of I'm not, not sure if you remember the uh, the Jocko uh, MMA clothing brand. Probably if, you, if I saw it. If you saw it, I got a I got a hoodie I got a hoodie in my closet, and if I showed you the logo, you would know what I'm talking about. A lot of a lot of fighters were sponsored by them, but if you all, if you go back and look at it. If you knew who American Top Team fighters were, nobody, nobody would would don that logo on the trunks, shirts, hoodies, nothing. So it came him and uh, uh, Dan Lambert. Dan Lambert is the head coach over at American Top Team. Glenn and Dan don't like each other. Mm. So Dana capitalized on that around 2015 and said. Huh. We're gonna make an Ultimate Fighter uh, series, American Top Team versus the Black Zillions. That's what the Rashad Evans. That's when he ended up running. That's that. That's his, This is this is when you know Rashad was still fighting. Rashad was you know still like kind of nursing nursing some injuries a little bit. But that's when everything you know the everything was kind of pulled. The layers were kind of pulled back. Mm. Um. Rashad and Tyron had got into it one, you know, at one point, like on a on a on a satellite interview situation, um, on one of the U, like a, on a UFC Tonight. It, it was a, it was a big it was a big thing. Now, Kamaru ended up winning that season. During that season, that's when Jorge and Kamaru got familiar with each other. They were they were on the same set the whole nine, so they know who each other. Jorge was on that. Oh no, no, he wasn't on it. But like after one of the episodes that Kamaru ended up, ended up winning, um, one of the fights he ended up winning, uh, he had that you know they you know how they do the recap of the show like right after, and Kamaru and Jorge was sitting by each other mm. during the interview. So they and this is when. Jorge had the shortcut, you know, the, the beard wasn't as long, the whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, hair was, you know, he was looking, he was looking how we knew Jorge to look before he became who he is now. Is that on to, online? I'm, I'm, That's I'm, on YouTube. I'm going to go check that out. Okay. That's on YouTube. Okay. Now, jump forward to Kumar, now jump forward to last year, right? Kamaru wins the belt. Jorge uh, is on this two, three fight winning streak. You know, just beat uh, he beat he beat uh, Askren. Yeah, and he really beat and really blew up. Like he, really already, he was already known, but he blew up. He blew up. Now, don't forget, don't forget that he had beat Cowboy. He had beat Cowboy recently. He had he had he had just beat Darren Till before Ben Askren. Uh, okay, so he he was on three. He yeah he had just beat him. He had just beat Ben. He had just beat uh, Darren Till before Ben Askren. Now 
where he start where people really started paying attention, it really wasn't so much the Darren Till fight. It was where it was what happened after the Darren Till fight. He was a backstage giving an interview. Leon Edwards, out of the view of the camera, is walking by and is saying something to Jorge in the middle of the interview. And Jorge was like, I guess they were talking about fighting next. And he was like, maybe, maybe not. And I guess whatever he said prompted Jorge to walk over there and three-piece in a soda. <laughs> right. So now he's fighting Ben Askren. He knocks Ben Askren out in five seconds. Really, it was really more so, too. But it took the referee that long to get over there and realize, like, get out of the shot of what just happened. And, <laughs> so me, I feel like it was more so maybe two, three seconds dude, as opposed to five. Dude, knee to the face. Face crushed. He was gone after the knee. He was God, gone. Two, hey, hey, hey. With the knee, it was over Rover, and it was done. Yeah. With them two. Yeah. Yeah, that was. <laughs> exactly. So so now, now we've got three wins after Askren. And then he goes and gets ready for BMF. Yes, he gets ready for BMF. Now, this is all after Kamaru has beat. Tyron for the belt, right? Yep. Even though Kamaru beat Tyron in dominant fashion the way he did, Jorge was still was was the hottest welterweight as far as buzz in the you know saying in the division like in the world really exactly. you know what I'm saying yeah so he was becoming the guy to fight yeah. He was, and, the he was becoming the money guy. And let's talk about this, too. So you get Masvidal was supposed to not be – Masvidal was supposed to be a tune-up for Askren. And he destroyed <laughs> – Masvidal destroyed Masvidal Askren. ruined a lot of plans. Yes, because Askren was supposed to be the next face because he got he got uh, almost like traded for, to be yeah. the next dude yeah. coming through the UFC. Like they was they was building him up based on his history of what he had did with uh, Bellator and one Bellator. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So 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 Masvidal ru ruins that. And then he turns around, makes it makes an opportunity for himself. But an, along the way, another person made an opportunity for himself. And let's put the, let's put, let's piece the dots with that together as well. If you look at who did he fight for BMF, the baddest oh, Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz also made an opportunity for himself. Yeah. Now Nate, do the Nate math. Nate has been saying he's the baddest. You know, he's the baddest MF in the game. Him and his brother. They've been saying that, right? So this this goes to the star power that is Nate Diaz, right? He all he had all he did was say, We're gonna fight for this, you know, for the BMF belt. I say I wanna fight, I wanna, you know, compete against this dude. Yep, because ain't nobody else. Remember ain't, they ain't say nobody else, yeah, nobody, nobody else nobody else doing right? nobody else did <laughs> Now we got this novelty belt that just came up out of nowhere. That 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 
even Conor McGregor was like, the heck is that? Exactly. Conor was hating on it. Yeah, Conor's Con like, what is, what, is, what, what, what is this belt? Now we got a new, a new belt, the BMF belt, that's like kind of like it's got it's got buzz around. It's it. got buzz. Exactly. Really, really, man, that this is how I look at it. That BMF belt is a glorified fantasy football league belt. Right. That's I, how I, I look at that. it. I feel that. You with Connor on that. I feel yeah, that. I, that's how I feel. Like you don't like to me, it like really and really, you know, real true mar true martial artists and you know, fans and peers. We know that the belt that is recognized as you being the top guy, being the being the man, being the baddest motherfucker, is you holding the belt in the weight class in which you compete. And, and I love it. So now let's do this because to me, I felt like that belt was for the fans because yeah. people know styles make fights, and it's certain people that realize th um, their style and the way they fight really doesn't work well or who they may become who may be coming for their belt does that make sense yeah. so it's kind of like that bml belt that was a fan based belt nate nate against diaz i'm sorry nate against diaz nate diaz against masvidal wasn't necessarily the best for nate to 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 attack it wasn't the best ideal situation and the fact that he was just like dude i don't care I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get this dude. I don't care, and still because you gotta realize they beat Connor. Yeah, I feel. You know what? It's funny you say that. Think about that because I I I feel like that's a fan belt because they know this. A, this a, I ain't ducking you if you want to come get it. Come get it because you know I can either it can go either way type of belt. Yeah. Now. Now here, now here, now it's, I'm glad you said that because I was just thinking about this the other day. I feel like that BMF belt would have a little more validity if that belt was cultivated during the during the preparation of the rubber match between McGregor and Diaz. I feel that because I feel, but that that would make that would. That would be like the ultimate. You see where if that went to because they they, they won and won, mm -hmm. right? And then it was like if if Nate takes out Masvidal, Connor comes back and fights Nate again. Here's the BMF, snatch that. Then I go after the title. That that is like the way of line. Masvidal's he's implanted himself in there. Nate was like, I'm gonna come back and implant myself. He straps and then but then he gets knocked down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so that we, wasn't that wasn't how that was supposed to go. Like, it wasn't how it, it, thank you. It what that wasn't how exactly thank you. like that was not thank how you. that was supposed to go. Thank like, you. All. all this stuff has gotten convoluted and screwed up. Yeah. Aspirin's like, dude, I retired, dude. I'm yeah, done. I'm done. I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm hey, good. Look, where I'm, I'm, I'm good. What I'm doing? Let me go my school. School in the like. Let, let me. I'm cool. It's been real. Like you literally have been. I'm in. I got this deal, and I've been eliminated. Like literally within two, two, three fights. <laughs> I'm cool. I want to no part. Like I, I, I want no more. You want um, some of this old man? 
nope. <laughs> 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 like, I'm, I don't want no parts of this. No, you get, he's done. So then you got, then you got this situation now. How do we get to Masvidal versus Usman? Because guess what? Connor just fought Cowboy. And Masvidal was talking mad smack like, man, if you want it, come get it. And Think about right this. At, <laughs> if you listen to what if you listen, even at even during the uh even during the buildup for him fighting Nate, right? If you listen to what Masvidal was saying. When they would ask him about Conor, before Conor was even set in stone that Conor was coming back, he was like, Dana White has deemed me too much man for Conor. That fight will never happen, X, Y, and Z. Now Conor comes back, they're asking him about it again. He's like, it'll end very violently for Conor and all of that. Even up until 30 seconds before the, the walkout from, for Conor and Cowboy. Even then, you know what I'm saying? After Conor McGregor beats the snot out of out of out of cowboy the this is how you know the cameraman ain't shit <laughs> because, <laughs> like, because right after that happened who was the first shot that they went to Masvidal Masvidal was like ah and sat down post fight interview Connor is calling out everybody uh, Paul Felder at the announce table, Mazdaval, he's like he's like anybody that's sitting, anybody sitting cage side can get it. They went right to Mazdaval first. Mazdaval sitting there with the BMF belt, quiet as a church mouse. <laughs> the next day, what was it? Well, that was a that was a Saturday. Saturday by Monday morning, Mazdaval was like, "Yeah, I'm off that Connor fight." And here's why I feel like this was. This was it. Because even before that, they, he was like, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather fight Connor first before I go and fight Usman. And he kept saying he didn't like Usman. Now, here's why, and here, here's how we got, here's how I feel like we got to this point. Before Everything was set in stone even before, like, even when the buildup between Kamaru and, and Covington was happening. They were asking Mazdaval, hey, who do you want to, you know, do you feel like you're going to fight for the title and everything like that? He was like, really? I'm the money fight. I feel like the rest of these dudes is just uh, seeing who who's going to fight me next. You feel what I'm saying? Like, who wants to fight me? I think they're chasing me. I'm the big dog. I'm the money fight. I'm the hottest guy to hold the whole deal. Now Connor comes back. You're no longer the, the money, money fight. fight. Right. You're no longer that. So now Connor has put himself in a in a position to where he can either wait to see see how the dust settles with Khabib and Ferguson because everybody wants to see that Khabib Connor two fight. Yep. But Tony Ferguson is a is another person that can throw a wrench in all of that. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. So like, it's not a guarantee that Khabib is gonna beat Tony. Everybody has been saying Tony's the guy to beat Khabib. Everybody's been saying that. So it's not a big, it's it's, it's not a, a foregone conclusion that a Khabib Connor fight for the belt is gonna happen immediately. And I think Connor, I think Connor can kind of see that. So when they asked him, "How do you feel?" he was like, 
that title fight, that could that second Khabib fight was always going to be there. I want to see how I do in, at welterweight. And this is where I feel like Jorge was thinking. He was like, wait a minute. Connor is not automatically jumping back to the lightweight. Everybody knows or that or can probably feel that all Connor got to do is say, this is what I want to happen and it's going to happen. Yep. It's so all Connor had to do was say, "Yep, I want to. I want the. Uh, I want Kamaru Usman next. Kamaru's not. T- he's not turning down that fight. He's not turning down that money. So Jorge's like, wait a minute, hold on. Let me. Now nah, I'm off of that. I want Kamaru next yep. because his position was in jeopardy. His position was in jeopardy, dude. It was in jeopardy, and the fact, and then, and it was more so in jeopardy because one, if you look at the landscape." Of the welterweight division, right? Kobe Covington is ain't fighting till after the summer because of the broken jaw, fractured jaw, broken jaw, whatever. Leon Edwards and Tyron Woodley are fighting in March, I believe. So neither one of them is going to be probably available for a you know saying for a proper build up for international fight week, right? So now that leaves and now. With Connor beating Cowboy at welterweight, that automatically put him above Leon Edwards in ranking. So now Connor's top five welterweight. Kamaru, Jorge, Connor. All Connor got to do is say, I want Kamaru. Dana's going to make that happen. Yep. And it's going to happen International Fight Week, right? Yep. Jorge realized that. So now he's – He's chasing. He's like, I got to get it. I need this. I need need to get it. That's why. I was telling you that. And you Mm -hmm. see the big picture of it now. I was like, I I told you. Now, which is why I felt like – now, now listening to Dana, um, he was like, that was always the plan, but the way that they had they run in earlier in the week, it kind of forced the hand. Forced the hand to put it out there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like as, yes. as soon as he did. Yes. So, you know, and I kind of I kind of feel like after the Kobe fight, Kamaru kind of put that seed out there anyway, because they asked him about Mazaval. He kept saying who? Everybody now. Everybody that's been following this know that they know each other. Kamaru know who he knows who it is. He knows yeah, who dude is. That's, that's why I said I'm gonna go look up that early situation you talked about. Yeah, go go ahead and go look. They know who each other are. They they're familiar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, and then my thing is, Mazaval kind of the way. I feel like Kamaru was responding the way, responding to the energy that Mazaval was putting out there. When 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 somebody else is getting ready for a fight and you keep calling them a bum and all of this like all this that all this type of stuff and all of that, you know, I want to fight Kobe and all of that, and then the dude, then dude ultimately beat your teammate. Now, when he's when they ask him about him, he's like, man, I don't. I ain't worried about dude like no, nah, he ain't even in my he ain't even on my radar. Now you feel slighted. 
but you was just giving that energy off like yeah. now nah, I'm the guy I'm the guy but no who really is the guy is like now you got a problem and then what happened the other day everybody knows the Super Bowl week in Miami right it's, it's national international news before that run in Kamaru had an interview with Joe Rogan. This was, it was his second trip back on, on the podcast. And it's not it's not a secret that Kamaru's hand is, you know, was injured a little bit. So to the point where they need to put him in a cast. Everybody knows that. Joe Rogan, they like if you follow Joe Rogan, that, that information is out there. Right. Jorge is known for running his background. It, it don't it don't take much for him to swing on you. No matter what your circumstances are, it don't take much. I eat a point when when Leon Edwards him piecing him up backstage just for interrupting his interview. Kamaru has done more than interrupt. An interview. He didn't went on his own personal interviews talking about you. So why would you go with a camera and approach a man that you already know is injured if you have no and you got this big problem with him and you have no intention of swinging on him? Now at first, remember it, exactly. Now at first, remember when we, me and you had the conversation, I was like. Bro, that's a bullying for me. That's a bullying tactic, right? Right. It's a bullying tactic. But what you what you didn't think? I don't see people like people look at Kamaru and you know how his his speech and everything like that, how he talks, and they feel like, oh well, you know, I could probably press up on dude, and he ain't gonna say too much and everything like that. I don't think he wanted to put hands on. Listen, I don't think he wanted to put hands on. I think he was set. The stage had to be set. The stage had to be set so it, it could not be freaking Conor McGregor versus Uzman. It just had to be. We got to wait on that because it's my. I, I positioned myself where it's supposed to be Askren taking on the main man. Mm-hmm. And Conor was about to take my position away. Yeah. So, I, and I get it. And I get it now. I get that. But here's. In between all of that, you gotta understand. You gotta understand, and th- and me and you, and I talked to you about this, right? There's certain things you can't do to certain people, right? And me and Pete had this conversation, and he was like, "This is the UFC's fault." Shout out to Pete Spratt. Um, he, uh, I said, you know, it's one thing to run up on somebody to cause a confrontation, right? Whatever. We done seen run-ins in casinos and all of that. We done seen this before. But what you don't do is do this. Everybody knows what that means. And then you bop and you do all of that. 
that's a that 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 street behavior. That's hood behavior, right? That's where I feel like that bullying part came in, and that's why that's what I don't rock with. And I'm gonna tell you right now, a lot of people down here don't rock with don't rock don't rock with that at all. Because when that happened and that got put out there, my phone blew up. Like I told you, I grew up with dude. I know dude personally. I know his family personally. It's the same. It's just like with with what Snoop said about Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is not a gangster. But Kendrick Lamar got a million gangsters behind him. So it's best not to mess with him like that. When you did, when when Jorge did that, bop, moving back, when they was being separated, he's like, bop, bop, like that. You put into a... You put in you you set some things in motion that you really not you probably weren't aware of doing it to that guy because you don't see that guy like that. When that guy put out in the public, my phone blew up. Jorge better not step foot in Dallas. And we know about it. That's a that kind of can do that with. Connor can can run up on Khabib and throw a dolly in the window and ain't nobody in the States and nobody bad enough. Let that had happen in Russia. Right. <laughs> Let that had happen somewhere overseas where where you can easily be grabbed. Yep. <laughs> we be, this would be a totally different conversation. And this is where where Pete was like, the UFC. They looking at the money situation. I get it. It's a business. But you there's a difference between these these dudes that look at it as entertainment and these and it, and real and, and these real dudes that come from backgrounds or got people that come from backgrounds that really rock for, that it's a it's a different thing. Yep. You feel what I'm agree. saying? I agree. Like that really come like that really come from that. That's really a, that's that really come from that environment. You 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 put you put you put people at risk doing that. And Jorge, man, when I tell you Jorge wouldn't have got wouldn't have got away with that shit in Dallas, man. I believe it. Mm-mm. No. No. You did that in my. He did that in Miami. It's crazy, dude. It's even crazy. though, even though Kamaru live, live down there, live in South Florida, and all of that, they close. It, it ain't nothing for them to run in the Whole Foods. Like when when he said, "If I run into Ben Askren at Whole Foods, I might." You're not running into Ben Askren at Whole Foods, bro. <laughs> like Ben Askren lives nowhere near nowhere in Florida. Right, he lives in Florida. Y'all, y'all, y'all probably like. 20, 30 minutes apart from each other. You know right, right, man. It's nothing for y'all to run into each other. It's nothing. Dude, man, let me let me tell you. We got an exciting one coming up. I am proud of Masvidal mm-hmm. for positioning himself. He went about it a crazy way. But no, for no, him, no. For he him went to, about it a real way. That's him. But, Let's but, not get it twisted. That's him. But for, for him, for him to maneuver the way he's done to get to where – He's now ultimately at. I mean, you gotta really think. 
it's almost like uh, this is that last this that last run. This that last. He's been fighting a long time, man. So this is that last. Uh, this is my last rodeo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's almost like here it is, and 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 um, I think he's he's definitely threw a lot of wrenches in the game and brought a lot of excitement, and I'm just hoping that it turns out to be an amazing fight because Usman just is exciting everybody. Like, I just want – I mean, we'll see what's going to come. Dragons out there, get ready for something exciting. I think I'm going to have – I might have to show a little highlights around this, man, because to, to, from where the where they are to where we're at now, it don't even seem real, bro. It no, don't seem it don't real seem at all. Real. It's and crazy. What, yeah, it is. And, like, people – People are like, you know, what's up with these money fights and all of that different type of stuff? Like, you know, they look at guys like like Usman or, or not like Usman, but uh, like Masdaval and feel like, oh, man, he just came on the scene and all of that, this, that, and the third. Like, no, like there's a reason these guys are like, yo, they – Masdaval ain't that much older than me. You feel what I'm saying? And he's had damn near 50 fights. Been fighting a long time. Been fighting a long time. So it's like, you know, you got to if – if I've been fighting this long and, I'm, and I've been a part of the sport at, you know, at, you know, at the beginning, at, at, a, at a time where, like, nobody – it wasn't but a, a, a few people that was really getting any real money mm-hmm. for that time to now where, you know, social media is a big thing. You know, you, you're really concerned about your following, your image, you know, your character, the whole nine. And you can really capitalize on the money you could potentially make, based all, all around buzz and all of that. Like movies, that's a whole new. It's that's a whole, a whole yeah. It's, it's a, a whole situ- movement. Yeah, it's a whole different thing, man. That that, and it goes back to the culture. Like before, Usman took the title from T Wood, but T Wood was getting some mad movies going on. He did straight out of Compton. Yeah, yeah I mean, he did some big things, movie. man. So it's like these Even opportunities. Ronda. Yeah, these are Yeah, these uh, opportunities. Right. If we if we if we want to keep it real, though, as a as a I say as an active fighter, Ronda Rousey really capitalized on the money. Oh yeah, because it wasn't like she. She wasn't like she she made she was getting her bread fighting. But I guarantee you, over half the money she got. Did she do Mission Impossible? She did some big movies. No, she man. did she did one of the Fast and Fury movies. Fast. I knew she did fast. Yeah. She yeah, did yeah, yeah. I think she did the expendables. I know she did like these action movies because I remember one yeah. of the movies she was like the, the car. That might have been the yeah. Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Was at the top of the, like Dubai. Yeah, that was so Fast and Dubai. Furious. Yeah. She did man. The ex- she did the Expendables, and then she uh she did Entourage. She had an appearance in a, in the Entourage mm. movie. So Ronda was Ronda was in high demand. She was on every every commercial. She Metro PCS was behind her. Right, right, oh, man. Bro, Ronda was getting her bread, getting money. But shoot, you know anyway, I mean? let's get back on it, man. We gonna we gonna we gonna wrap this one up. Ah, yeah. do you have a prediction on this fight? Uh, I got, I got uh Kamaru, and in. 
I got Kamaru by I'll say fourth round submission. Wow. I got I got it going all the way. I think it's gonna be a bloodbath. Five. I, I think it's going on all the way to five and and Kamaru has his hands up at the end. Yeah. I think, you know, by the you know, the the, the end result will be Kamaru still champion. I just for me, um I think it's gonna be a bloodbath. I think, you think dudes, it's gonna be a bloodbath? I think so. I don't think I don't think it's gonna I don't think I think here, I think it's going I, to be. I think I think I think Masvidal is going to have to try to put them hands on on Kamaru to keep that dude off of him, and Kamaru is going to be positioning himself to take this dude to the ground and pound the heck out of him, and make him. He 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 might try to embarrass Masvidal, and Masvidal. That's what I'm. And Masvidal and Masvidal is a tough dude, and the dude is going to be. I, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I think you're yep. going to see you're going to see some like. Okay, let me let me do this a little differently. It's gonna be some different things happening. It's gonna be some. You watch the way it moves. Like you saw how Masvidal made Nate. I mean, Nate cut easy too, though. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting fight, man. I that, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's a submission, a fourth round submission because one, we my uh, Kamaro can the way he approaches and the way he prepares, like. He, he'll put together a game plan to where he will take the stand, stamina, take the soul, and then finish him with a submission because I don't... Well, wait, wait, wait. That's perfect. Stop right there because I want to take that to the next episode. That's mm-hmm. straight. Let's stop right there. We're going to finish. This is two-week continue right here, T3, yeah. man. We got a two-week continue this. Yeah, All right, fam. Please. This is Roy, Roy Rob, Inner Last Dragons, Dragon signing out. T-Perry, all right, man. Appreciate you as always, fam. Later. All right, now.